Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. 10 minutes after 1 o'clock. This is Life Happens on SAFM. My name is Pimelo Modine. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. So I'm going to kick it off with my first guest. Lerato Lizoso is an author. She's a transformational coach. A lot of you may have come across her work on Twitter as well and all other social media platforms. She's joining me now on the line and to, to share her story with us. Good afternoon. Thank you so much, Lerato, for joining us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Lerato. Hi. How are you this afternoon, Lerato? I'm great, thank you. And how are you? Well, I mean, we number one, we're really grateful that you agreed to talk to us. And, okay. and I think it's always hard to ask somebody to open up about something personal. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I really want to appreciate the fact that you were very open about sharing your story, about how COVID affected you personally. Mm-hmm. So to those who may not have seen some of your your tweets and so on, will you just maybe give, give us a, uh, just an indication of how this pandemic affected you? Well, uh, this pandemic has affected me in quite a lot of ways, mm-hmm. uh, directly and indirectly. Uh, however, I think the most um, unsettling one of them all was having to have a contract of mine cut short. Mm. Uh uh, you know, um, due to COVID, mm-hmm. and as a result, uh, affecting my livelihood. my livelihood, yeah, my budget, and obviously just my lifestyle in general, because I had to end up coming home earlier than what I anticipated. Mm-hmm. When, when you, <laughs> you mean know? coming home, you meant going relocating back to uh, your family, yes, or? relocating. Um, but, uh, you know, relocating back uh, to SA because I wasn't in SA, first of all. Mm. Um, and, and, and just in terms of life, you know, you find yourself as an adult mm. having to be at your parents' house mm. again, mm. <laughs> you know. And I think uh, why I reached out, a lot of people who are familiar with my content online is I really use my stories to inspire others. Mm. I think I saw... Um, a tweet from someone who was just newly having to deal with the reality that they might have to leave Johannesburg and and relocate back home. I'm not quite sure where home was for that um, mm. person, but you could tell that they were really dragging the whole um, you know idea. Mm. And so I just chipped in and I just said, you know what? I am currently tweeting from my mother's house. Mm. And I promise you, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. And I think that's, um, that opened up an avenue for everyone else to come out and say, I'm teaching from my brother's house. I'm doing, you know. Mm. And then and we discovered that there was an entire community of people mm. who actually had to make some major adjustments or adaptations due to COVID, you know, because of the um the financial standing or rather maybe just lack of jobs or loss of jobs or salary cuts, whatever you you, Mm. you name it. And and how have you adjusted to that personally? Personally, I I think what... (laughs) I'm still trying to ease into it, Mm. but I think what really helps with me is because of also the work that I do uh, as a transformational coach is that um, I'm very aware, you know, so I am constantly trying to seek 
meaning and understanding into things that are happening. Mm. And I realized that the 2020, you know, underneath the COVID, underneath the pandemic, there was a lot of um, awakening, a lot of, um, you know, clearing that was happening, clearing the mess, clearing the noise, clearing the confusion, clearing the doubt, and also affirmation for a lot of people in terms of their life paths. And awakening in the sense of what really matters or who matters, you know? Um, and so for me, I, I decided, I think what's helped me is to rather focus on the things that were within my control. Mm. And um, instead of always, I had to limit the amount of times I watched news bulletins because I mm. found that extremely depressing. Mm-hmm. I had to sometimes um, take some breaks from social media because of uh, you get on your feed is just full of people going through the boat, you know. So every now and again, I'll just have to, you know, just go away and, 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 and deal with it. But to also, I think, knowing what was happening and understand what was happening in, in terms of the awakening, the affirmation and the clearing and the mess that was happening, I was able to really um, cope you know, but I had to put in quite a lot of things in place to help me cope, like meditation. I meditated like I've never meditated before in my entire life. Sure. I've bathed like I've never bathed before in terms of detox bathing in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my coach came in handy for me in terms of letting go, helping me to let go, having to book those healing and clearing sessions, yeah. you know. I've staged like I've never staged before in my life. So those were all, because you can imagine, I mean, um, clearing the mess, just you thinking about it, um, it can be a very, um, it's a very, how can I say, it can be a very violent experience. Mm. You go through the most, you can almost lose your mind if case not taken. You know, there's Mm. a lot of pain, there's a lot of separation. There's a lot of cutting off, whether willingly or, un- or unwillingly. Mm. And I think for the most of us, it was almost as if it was unwilling. Because, I mean, none of us, when the year began, 2020, <laughs> as somebody who really loves to journal, <laughs> I put down so many plans. <laughs> and, 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 and COVID was just not affected into that. I had no idea January that we would have COVID mm. by March. And so when COVID started coming in, I didn't feel the impact immediately. I remember I was in March, I was still home in Essen. I took my flight and I went to Accra. And I think the borders closed uh, um, before me, around April, I'm not quite sure. But it still didn't really quite register, you know. Mm. I think what it, it, it only began, I think, uh, around July or April for me. I mean, June or July for me. But a lot of people started feeling the punch around April already, you know. Um, yeah, so it, it and, and, and this, we were so unprepared, mm-hmm. uh, most of us. Uh, I'm saying we because I've, I spoke, I reached out to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. We shared a lot. So I'm also representing quite a few voices as well. Mm-hmm. We, we were taken aback. We were never ready. We were not prepared for what uh, COVID had in store for us in 2020. Yeah. Suddenly all the book tours that I had uh, planned for the year couldn't take place anymore. You know, all the actual events that I had put together as part of my strategy for promoting my book were could no longer um, materialize. So it, it was about re-strategizing, going back and remodeling everything. 
You know, and maybe a few silver linings as well that happened uh, uh, on top of that was my, my virtual um office that I set up mm-hmm. or via my website, mm-hmm. you know, and a few things. So not all things were bad, mm-hmm. but uh, for the most part, the heavy track up mm-hmm. was really, really, I don't even want to lie and say it was easy. Yeah. It was very, very hard. I'm going to take a break, uh, Lerato, and just also, I see a lot of you already starting to call in. I'm also going to bring in a psychologist, I think somebody who uh, maybe can add to that conversation as well. The lines are open, 11 2006. You can reach us also on WhatsApp on 0614104107. Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. We are checking in this afternoon on how you're doing, how this uh, pandemic has affected you personally. For many, it has been job losses. It has been a destruction on their income for some really loss of lives. And that's a major, major impact. And I just want to read one or two voice notes. Uh, I beg your pardon. <laughs> one or two uh, messages coming through. And I'll take the voice notes. I see many of you have sending voice notes as well. But here's one. Um, doesn't have a name signed on it. But it says, hello, Pamela. My sister-in-law lost her mother on the 29th of December. Buried her on the 2nd of January, and now her dad passed on yesterday on the 5th of January. They became orphans in seven days. I mean, that's quite heartbreaking. Let me quickly go to Andrew. You're driving, Andrew. Good afternoon. I've actually stopped my car on the side of the road Mm. because I heard the message from the Minister of Transport, and I thought it's probably prudent to to exercise caution and safety rather than punch on relentlessly. Anyway, with what you've just said now, um, it makes my situation pale into insignificance because there are always people that have got immeasurably sadder and bigger Mm. things to deal with. But Mm. I would never have phoned SAFM if I hadn't been on the road and I hadn't heard the the opportunity because I'm at my wit's end. I'm at Mm. the end of my tether with regard to the CCMA and Mm. managing things with lawyers. But Mm. I just want to say to people out there, that having worked for a company for 28 years mm-hmm. as a freelancer, as a videographer, as mm-hmm. a producer, mm-hmm. as a presenter, I thought I had a very meaningful and passionate role mm-hmm. for society, mm-hmm. particularly the fans of the sport. I represent horse racing. Okay. It's because of my love of horses. Yeah. But it's, it's made me dig deep into my personality and I've found out who my real friends are mm-hmm. and I'm nowhere near the end of my struggle. Mm. I still go to bed sometimes sobbing and wondering how my wife is going to stay with me, but it's, it just makes you stronger. It, it makes you realize that there are people out there that care, that can tide you through because there's always light at the end of the tunnel. I don't want to share the aggravation of what I've been through, but it's it's full of malice, it's full of politics, it's mm. full of evilness, but somehow we have to box on and have faith. Is it was it exposed because of uh, COVID, Andrew, or was it always there? Look, the environment in which I worked has always been extremely toxic. Mm. The management has been autocratic, and mm. it's been very, very difficult for many people to work there. Mm. And the company is presently in business rescue, mm. but nothing has changed with regard to the style of their management. It is still high-handed. Um, uncaring Mm. and and very, very alien to anybody who has any kind of artistic flair or or Mm. passion for what they do. It's Mm. been exceptionally painful to handle. 
You've stayed there 28 years, Andrew? I'm a freelancer that got into horse racing because of my love of the animal. Yeah. And I taught myself to film. I learned from people along the way about how to edit. And my father's a professor of music and, and I love music. And I've made a lot of stories. I've got about, got my own YouTube channel mm-hmm. and I've been to the United Kingdom for 10 years in a row representing Investec for the Derby. And I've also been to the Dubai World Cup for 20 years. So I've paid my dues mm-hmm. and I feel, I feel very sad and very emotional about the way in which things have handled but somehow I look up into the sky and I think well there is a way I don't know where the way is but I will find a way Mm. thank you for your story Andrew thank you for sharing it I really appreciate it thank you it's a pleasure. God bless. Take Thank care. Thank you. Thanks very much for that. Andrew's on the road at the moment and he paused and I think that's so commendable. I'm going to bring in Wisile Mgrina, who is a counselling psychologist, just to assist us with navigating this conversation. Wisile, thank you for your time. Good afternoon. Good afternoon and thank you for having me and welcome to your listeners. You've, you've heard the stories, and I, and I appreciate how varied these stories are. But as you can hear from those telling their stories, they, they are equally heavy on each one. So, you know, one doesn't trump the other, so to speak. How, how do we navigate this difficult time as a collective? I think the first uh, point of departure is just to highlight how there has been a sense of a collective grieving, each one to their own, of course. Yeah. But what, you know, is consistent with uh, many of us is the fact that we have to remain hopeful Mm. some way or the other because it's the expected end of things becoming slightly different, slightly better that we all hold on to. Otherwise, it would really be more chaotic than it is right now if we're all in the state of hopelessness. So it is quite difficult, and we are seeing that, of course, Coming from 2020 into 2021, there's still a lot of heaviness that we carry. There's mm-hmm. a, a sense of, you know, a weighted aura that we experience, even in the way that we engage with, with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this sense of, you know, life as we know it being completely turned around for us, us not knowing what tomorrow really holds. Mm-hmm. And that brings about a lot of anxiety, a lot of uncertainty. And certainly there's this preoccupation or rumination around following the next story. Like Lerato said, uh, that she had to pull herself back a couple of times because it becomes so overwhelming trying to keep up with what the narrative is, what are, what's the best approach, that you don't find the moments of centering, which are quite key and important during these kinds of seasons of our lives is that we need to get to a point where we can center ourselves, we can quieten down, we can ask ourselves, what does alignment look like for me? Mm-hmm. Even in the planning of what 2021 is meant to be for each and every one of us, mm-hmm. let's try and put in place um, goal projections that are easily adaptable. We've come to learn very harshly how things can suddenly change and that no one thing is certain. But what we want to know and want to kind of emphasize is the sense of being adaptable, is the sense of being able to navigate the twists and turns, is the sense of creating community, not isolating yourself, having that one or two people who really know the depths of what you're going through, who can respect having to be present and absent for you. Because some days truly will be better Mm. and other days will be void and empty, but they're all part of this lingering process of what we're going through. Mm. Let's take some voice notes, if you don't mind, Wiesile, just take a listen. 
Uh, hi, SAFM. Uh, C-Point Um The COVID has caused me pain. Mid last day, I took my mother. And just towards the end of last year again, within the same year, I took my uncle. So it's kind of, and even before that, I lost, I lost my job. So you can imagine, I went to the funeral of my mom. Uh, without any scent in my pocket and came back again and buried my uncle without scent in my pocket so you can imagine how frustrated one could have been thank you very much hi hi pimelo this is funo uh from claremont in Devon. yeah i mean you know there's nothing much i mean to be excited about you know uh this uh 2021 because if i look back in 2020 you now i'm just telling you yeah on uh new year's eve for me it was kind of like i said yeah uh, new year's eve you know when i actually look back you know three months ago where i lost my mom and uh, my uh, two of my nephews you know and this 2021 we don't know what's going to happen because the virus is still with us we're in a second wave and we don't know whether we're still going to have our jobs you see then that is my biggest worry you know nothing we can be excited about we can't plan anything you know anyway i'm so grateful the fact that you know when i lost uh, three of my family members you know so i had uh, all these christian uh, uh, members i mean from my church who were encouraging me thanks pamela bye hello pamela appear here in alex i mean it's been very horrendous you know i look at the people here in the township it's very bad um you know these people here are uh, most of them are uh, less skilled uh they not uh, you know tuned up with the technology and the like so it's horrendous so those that work in the firms uh they have all been retrenched and they're all sitting here and they're just wondering where the next meal will come from and uh, yeah it's very very bad but i mean on the other hand it just uh, you know speaks to all of us to look into the ways and means of uh, you know, revitalizing the economy and uh, ensuring that we roll out a good education for everyone to be able to skill upskill themselves and, uh, you know, forge ahead. Uh, it is what it is, but uh, it's tough, but uh, I'm sure we'll make it. Thank you. Thank you so much for all of those. I'm going to bring Lerato back um, because I'm sure she's also been listening. Thank you to, you know, thanks to you, Lerato, for, for kicking this whole entire conversation off. You You spoke a little bit about... You started with rituals. You were talking about your baths, your meditations, and so on. Has that been what has helped you center yourself again? That has definitely had a, a very considerable impact in, uh, as far as my sanity mm. and, and, and overall anxiety levels are concerned. Mm. I mean, uh, I don't know, Pimele, if you once in a while casually just take a bath and yeah. light a candle or just put on that, you know, uh, in a stick light that stick it it, it there's, there's something that it does to you you know mm-hmm. um and and silence meditating just being in that moment of silence is some form of escapism from from the from the very tragic reality that we face i mean from all these stories that i've just listened to imagine having to hear this on a daily basis yeah. uh, especially from people around you almost every other day there is somebody mourning the loss of a loved one or a job. Ha, ha, and so on. 
I, I, I can see how this is easy to do if you are in your own space and you are alone. Hey, I'm trying don't even to say that. <laughs> remember back at my mom's house. This is what I'm trying to say. I, that's exactly what I'm asking. You. I'm trying to imagine. I do have a room. Okay. Yeah. But I remember this. There's one day, I don't want to expose my mom, so, but I'll say this. There's a day where I, I, I just had a bath and then I decided to, you know, uh, how do I say this in English? Get a get light jump, babe. You know? <laughs> so, so. And, I, and I took a really uh, small little saucer and I lit it. Um, and there's no way in which I, I could contain the smoke or the smell to remain only in my room. Yeah. If you get what I'm saying. Yes, so yes. at some point, someone who was in other parts of the house could tell Horenomen. Yeah. There's a smell. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then and, and, and she wasn't very pleased with yeah. the fact that I had taken those steps at that particular the, moment. The and liberty to I do mean, that. I, yeah. But we had a conversation about it. And I think she, she eventually got to understand about, okay, but next time, you know, close your door. Yeah. Sorry for adding, you know, I forget that I say that means an English medium. Yeah, but close your door and things like that. I'm not saying you're not, you shouldn't have time to do your thing. And, 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 and yet again, reminded me, of course, that moment, you know, I'm not in my own space. Mm. I should also be cautious in terms of how far I can really go, you know. But, uh, like, um, what is her name, the psychologist? Um, we see. Like we see. mentioned, you mm. know, more than now, like ever before, that's when you, you, you know, having a sense of community is important. Every once in a while, you do want to start off and have time alone. But it's good to have at least that one or two or three people that you can talk to, that you can reach out to. And I think with all the sadness that's, uh, that's around, it's, it's also a time for us to really have a, a sense of community with one another, you know, and just to be there for one another, even if it's just to listen, even if it's just to comfort each other, you know, for those who are grieving a loss of a loved one, even if it means contributing a food puzzle or grocery or whatever it is that we can um, extend to one another. I think at some point we sort of see, we, we drove away from the sense of community as South Africans, even though we are known for Boto and Ubuntu, mm. you know? Mm. Uh, but I think now more than ever before, it's really a call for us to, to come back to that spirit. It's collaborating like never before, especially for the ones who are in small businesses like mm. myself. Um, I've been pleased to see people in the space of what I do say, hey, guys, how, what can we do together to make sure that we survive together, you know? And so there's a sense of collaborating like never before. And I think this is the way to go, really, if yeah. we are going to survive this pandemic. Thank we you for sharing. We should go beyond just yeah. praying for one another, mm. but to, in extension of just praying, to really be intentional about being there for one another. I so appreciate you sharing all of this, Lerato. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you opening up to us in such a personal way. I think your story will, will really uh, liberate a lot of people who feel like they're alone. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Wisila, I think, you know, this is such an important way to end it because I was, as I was listening to Lerato, I was thinking to myself, so... It's going to also mean that we have to find ways in re which we relate to each other differently, isn't it? Yes, of course. Um, we want to try the, as best as we can to 
to really relate with great compassion and mm-hmm. kindness. Look, mm-hmm. we're human. Mm-hmm. We err from time to time, and uh, we are not necessarily perfect. But the least you want to do is to try and strain in an already strained situation. Mm-hmm. So you want to try and resolve, communicate better, um, give each other space, make people understand. You mentioned that it's you know it's easy to, to ground and meditate when you're alone yep. as opposed to living with a family. I think we've spoken quite a bit about the family dynamics shifting significantly during this time mm-hmm. that many of our families have come to realize how functional they were, that they're not necessarily intimate family systems. Mm-hmm. And we need to get to a point to get back to that sense of intimate family yeah. where we can all be comfortable to share what we're going through, where parents can be vulnerable and children alike can be vulnerable, that no one person might feel that it would be too much of a burden to confide in the people around them. Let's try our best to really shelter and and, and kind of cover each other so that our mental health is is kind of um, restored. Uh, One of your callers mentioned how, you know, they they are curious as to how their partner will feel about the job loss, how Mm -hmm. their partner will embrace the job loss. Mm -hmm. It's to trust that your partner has your best interest at heart Mm -hmm. and to trust that you do have the capacity to be resilient and that both of you need to kind of journey together. Do not leave the other person outside of the loop of what is happening because that's when you start to feel irritable, that's when you start to feel misunderstood. But if you do kind of open up and share your vulnerability to the one that you trust and whom they trust you as well in return, we can find that we're able to kind of band together at this time. It's really, really a hard-pressed moment and season for everybody. So what we want to do and what we want to encourage is the kindness and the compassion first to self and then to extend that kind of abundance to the next person. I so appreciate uh, what you've just said there. Thank you, Wisile. We'll speak again soon. Thank you very much for this. Thank you. Bisi Limpuna is a counselling psychologist. And thank you, all of you. I, I, I see many of your, your messages. I see all of your audios coming through on WhatsApp. I'll at some point come back to those. But thank you so much for taking part in this conversation.